Local talk is back in the valley. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And a great Friday afternoon to you. Mike Douglas here serving as your concierge for conversation as we take a look at the major issues of the day that affect you and me right here in the Central Valley of California. And a beautiful Friday autumnal afternoon it is. Temperatures here, oh, probably in the upper 60s, light breeze, maybe about 10 miles an hour blowing uh, from the northwest. And uh, the cloud, the sky is blue, just wisps of white clouds there. Beautiful autumn afternoon heading into the Thanksgiving week. Uh, So happy to be here and so happy that you're here to share in the conversation here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Well, the conversation today, of course, surrounding the announcement of the verdict in the Kyle Rittenhouse case in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Earlier today, the decisions of the jury were read regarding counts 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5, Count one began, that was first-degree reckless homicide, uh, pertained to Joseph D. Rosenbaum. If convicted, Kyle Rittenhouse might have faced up to 60 years in prison. Here's what the jury said. The first count of the information, Joseph Rosenbaum. We, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. And so it was, not guilty for counts two and three, first degree recklessly endangering safety, count four, first degree intentional homicide, and count five, attempted first degree intentional homicide. Very interesting, uh, especially on counts four and five, uh, the judge told the jurors that they could consider whether uh, Kyle Rittenhouse was guilty of uh, a second-degree intentional homicide. Very interesting in those uh, three days of deliberations. I have to tell you very honestly, I had my my doubts that the jury would be able to reach a unanimous decision because of the noise outside, the intimidating noise that apparently could be heard in the courtroom. And then, of course, the uh, alleged incident where uh, it appears that either a reporter or a a stringer, as they say, was uh, working possibly for MSNBC, for NBC, following the jury van after uh, after the court proceedings were, were over. And so I was very apprehensive about whether or not the jury could come to a just verdict or not. And so I was... Relieved today in many ways. One, I feel that the jury made the right call, that they came to the right decision. But number two, I think the jury showed they had guts. They are being slammed by so many mass media personalities and uh, by the, the Twitter's fear and such. I just give them credit for standing up and unanimously coming to a decision, even with all the noise and the potential intimidation in the background. Does does this give you some hope? Does this give you confidence that our judicial system can work well and properly, even with a large part of our society throwing invectives against Uh, the jury to intimidate them, and and certainly against uh, the defendant as well. What do you think? Does it give you hope? Does it give you confidence in our judicial system today? Our telephone number, 209-551-3483. Here's what our governor, Gavin Newsom, had to say about it. He uh, tweeted, Uh, Some time after uh, the jury verdict was announced, uh, Gavin Newsom tweeting, America today, you can break the law, carry around weapons built for a military, shoot and kill people, and get away with it. 
That's the message we've just sent to armed vigilantes across the nation. Well, very good, Governor Newsom. Thanks for your uh, leadership there. Thanks for uh, being a voice of, uh, of reason. Uh, I'm embarrassed myself, but it won't be the first time that uh, the governor has embarrassed me. Let's go back, uh, by the way, to um, August, September of 2020. This is following the incident uh, for which Kyle Rittenhouse was arrested and uh, later tried and just today acquitted of five different counts. Joe Biden was a candidate for president. Biden 2020, he uh, was on the campaign trail And after the shooting incident involving Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, he was interviewed by Anderson Cooper on CNN. And this is what Joe Biden on the campaign trail to be president said at the time. Well, look, I don't know enough to know whether that 17-year-old kid, uh, exactly what he did. But allegedly, he's part of a militia coming out of the state of Illinois. Have you ever heard this president say one negative thing about white supremacists? Have you ever heard it? That's the reason I got back in this race, because what happened in Charlottesville. People coming out of the woods, carrying torches, their veins bulging. Uh, People coming out of the woods with torches and their veins bulging. Oh, my. Well, let's uh, let's fast forward to today. So remember, that's President Biden uh, back in uh, the summer of 2020, following the shootings, following the riots in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Today, reporters, as they saw Joe Biden walking along, shouted questions to him, one of them asking for his reaction to the acquittal today in the Rittenhouse trial. And that's a little hard to hear in this particular soundbite. There's a a follow-up question that this reporter asks, and it basically is something to the effect, does he still stand by the statement that we just heard, that there's a white supremacist element to all of this? This was Joe Biden's response today. I, I didn't watch the trial, so I, you know. Do you stand by your past comments equating him to white supremacy? Well, look, I stand by what the jury has concluded. The jury system works, and we have to abide by it. All right, well, I, I credit him with saying that the jury systems work and uh, we have to abide by it. It's obviously a reluctant uh, which is fine. He, he doesn't have to agree with it, but he is the president of the United States. And Governor Gavin Newsom is the governor of California. And you think that both leaders should be a little more diplomatic? I, I mean, don't they both portend to be unifiers and uh, leaders that will coalesce the people of the country and the people of California. In general, the left, the woke left, and many Democrats really have been shameful in their conduct, if not aggravating, and I think in some of their rhetoric, inciting people to uh, further violence. This is a time when leaders need to really suck it up. Even if, I mean, how many times have we had to suck things up and say, well, those are First Amendment rights, or that's freedom of the press, or whatever it might be. And for the good of all, we say, all right, that's their opinion. Let's move on. Let's move on. But you see, in today's woke political culture, we're not allowed to have other opinions. And when something happens that doesn't fit the narrative that they have, then uh, there is all of this uh, rhetoric and uh, expressions of, frankly, ignorance. And think of Joe Biden. I'm going to go back. Let me play this real quick, uh, just just so we hear it again. Well, look, I don't know enough to know whether that 17-year-old kid uh, exactly what he did. But allegedly, he's part of a militia coming out of the state of Illinois. 
Was Kyle Rittenhouse part of a militia coming out of Illinois? I don't know about that 17-year-old kid. And, and we wonder how many of us scratched our head at those who voted for Joe Biden. And I'm not being partisan here. Listen, the Republican Party has disappointed me greatly over the past couple of years and especially the past couple of months. This is not a Democrat-Republican thing. I'm just talking about common sense and being able to actually be a leader who helps coalesce the nation, heal the nation after tough things like this. But no, we have voices like Maxine Waters a few years ago who's advocating, advocating having uh, tumult. And uh, this is just absolutely absurd. However, I think the tide is changing even for many Democrats where common sense may be surfacing and it's about time because we have elections coming up in November 2022. And I trust that those elections will not just be partisan, but they actually will, uh, will reflect votes for common sense people who have backbones to stand up for what they believe in and actually be coalescers. Well, we'll talk more about that coming up here on the Mike Douglas Show. Our telephone number here, 209-551-3483. What do you think of the jury's decision today? Does it give you confidence in our judicial system? 209-551-3483 as the Mike Douglas Show continues in about three or four minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now, from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. A crash in Lathrop cleared from the center divide. North 5 before Roth Road. You're still delayed from 205, though, when eastbound 205 through Tracy backed up from Hanson. North 5 in Stockton, delayed from El Dorado Street to 8th with a two-car wreck mixed in there before Matthews. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Red-Pilled America. This week on Red-Pilled America, we tell the story of multimedia icon Glenn Beck and how he blazed the trail for how to fight back against cancel culture. Listen to Red-Pilled America on the iHeartRadio app. That's Red-Pilled America. Dateline, the true crime original. All new mysteries, Friday nights on NBC, next day on Peacock, and ready to binge wherever you get your podcasts. There's no escape from Dateline, so don't even try. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-2072. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today and call 800-575-2072. That's 800-575-2072. Or you can visit us online at tra.com. Dell Technologies biggest business sale of the year has arrived. Step up your vision with Top Tech up to 50% off during their Black Friday event. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Plus, get incredible savings on Windows 11 PCs along with servers, monitors and docks, all with free shipping. There's also special financing with Dell Business Credit. Get started by contacting your Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents And does Don't you just love the smell of old books? 
This is a library. Sorry, ma'am. We're looking for a book titled Liberty Mutual Customizes Your Car Insurance So You Only Pay for What You Need. I don't think we carry that, but check nonfiction. It really does devour literature. Please leave. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 liberty. Hey, it's Buck Sexton. If you enjoy listening to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show, you better check out the Buck Sexton podcast. It's out every morning. A quick rundown of all the news of the day. Please subscribe to the Buck Sexton podcast on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Trevor Carey Show. Amen. Follows Mike Douglas every weekday at 4. Well said. On Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show on this beautiful Friday afternoon in California's Central Valley. The conversation today centering around the acquittal. The acquittal of Kyle Rettenhouse on all five charges that uh, he was facing. Uh, The verdict of the jury not guilty on all five. Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse is acquitted. And again, I just think the jury showed tremendous backbone and guts Uh, especially against all the nasty rhetoric coming against them, against reporters following them uh, in in a van, in their um, closed-off van that uh, had the windows covered. They're supposed to be anonymous, and they were even being followed by an NBC or MSNBC uh, contract reporter anyway, a stringer perhaps. The jury, I think, just showed tremendous integrity honesty and guts in uh, in rendering this decision today our number here I'd like to get your reaction does it uh, help does it help your confidence in our judicial system our number here 209-551-3483 or you can email me at mike on 1360 at gmail.com mike on 1360 at gmail.com Sean just emailed. He says, good afternoon, Mr. Douglas. Governor Newsom is a rhetorical reprobate. (laughs) Again, here is Governor Sean's reacting to Governor Newsom's uh, statement, his tweet today regarding the verdict. Uh, Governor Newsom said, America today, you can break the law, carry around weapons built for a military, shoot and kill people, and get away with it. That's the message we've just sent to armed vigilantes across the nation. And you wonder why people are moving out of California. And then uh, apparently the president of uh, the uh, nurses uh, organization says, uh, what does she say here? She, NNU President uh, Zenai Triunfo Cortez, RN, says, This verdict sends a chilling signal to the nation about the right of public protest and an appalling acceptance of acts of right-wing vigilantism. Well, there you go. That will really annoy my wife. The NNU, by the way, is the National Nurses United. Again, their president uh, saying... This verdict sends a chilling signal to the nation about the right of public protest and an appalling acceptance of acts of right-wing vigilantism. It was proven that Kyle Rittenhouse was not a vigilante, uh, contrary to uh, what uh, candidate Joe Biden said and, and many others have said as well. Uh, my wife, a nurse practitioner, is often so embarrassed by what some fellow nurse uh, leaders often say. So there we go. Uh, It's just, uh, to me, fascinating that the jury, because I really, I really didn't know. I wasn't sure that the jury would have the wherewithal to stand up against the intimidation. And that's what it was, intentional uh, intimidation. By the way, here's uh, the judge and... uh, his comments to the jury right after they rendered their verdict. You were a wonderful jury to work with. You were punctual. You were attentive. And uh, he went on to uh, compliment them for the way they conducted themselves. All of you, you just, I, I couldn't have asked for a better jury to work with. 
and uh, it has truly been my pleasure. Now, imagine you're one of those jurors, and you know that uh, the news media is going to pursue them. Uh, Here was his advice to the jurors. You're never under any obligation to discuss any aspect of this case with anyone. You're welcome to do so as little or as much as you want. I don't know. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't talk to the press if I was one of those jurors. Let's go up to Lodi, find out what Ed has to say today about this. Hi, Ed. Welcome to the show. Uh, hi. I hope my connection's good. It's a little spotty there for a sec, but... Um, my idea is, first of all, I'm no, not any more confident or less confident. I actually have quite a lot of confidence in the concept of our jury and, and trial system. But uh, my response is more to the response of the responders. Hmm. Uh, you know, I didn't ask any of their opinions. I don't like, I don't want to hear from Cuomo. I don't want to hear from any of these, uh, in my opinion, big mouth people. Um, you know, because he's, he's like, you know, he had to add to his list entitled people to get away with breaking rules because that's his his whole mo and um and and these nurse people you know i'm sorry they they seem to only see one side of things they don't see the massive amount of destruction and 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 suffering done under quote liberal protest and you know it's such a one-sided thing and to me it's just absolutely ridiculous that they have anything to say at all and i and i also think with all the twitterverse blowing up Anybody that is inciting uh, stuff, again, I think it ought to be pursued. And those people, you know, you talk about shutting somebody down, that's an excuse to shut those people down and maybe an excuse to pursue them because they're inciting violence. And Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, this is how our legal system works. And whether or not you like a verdict, there is a legal system, and that is not based on popular opinion. Right. And I am so tired of of, um, you know, verdict by fiat of, you know, public opinion polls. <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah, a- so absolutely. I'm, I'm happy that the, that the verdict of... Absolutely, Ed. And, and so I anyway, think there's... There, yeah, abs- yeah, thank you for the call. appreciate that very much. And I think, Ed, uh, w- one of the things that disturbs me is there's an appropriate way to react to jury decisions. And but but when you're a governor or you're a legislator or you're the president of the United States, for goodness sakes, or you're a union president, an organization president, whatever might be your leadership role, if you have integrity, really carries with it a voluntary commitment to avoiding divisiveness if at all possible doesn't mean we all have to agree on everything doesn't mean you have to agree with the verdict but to uh, be snarky about the response and and governor newsom's response was way way out of line and in fact really carried some falsehoods in it i don't need to enumerate that i'm sure you uh, i'm sure you picked it up Well, my friends, coming up in uh, just a couple of minutes, uh, Chris Rickey, Modesto City Council person from uh, District 3, is going to be with us. We'll talk to him about his experience on the city council, where he thinks the council's going. Coming up in just a couple of minutes on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Maybe you have a loved one who forgets routine tasks more than usual, like letting the dog out, or struggles with chores like laundry or cooking. Sometimes what may seem like a senior moment consistent with normal aging could be symptoms of MCI, the earliest clinical stage of Alzheimer's. If you or someone you know is experiencing difficulties like these, or other memory issues or mood changes, talk to a doctor and consider asking about cognitive screening. You can also learn more about MCI and its most common cause at itstimeweknow.com by Biogen and Azi. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now, from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. North 5 in Stockton, still slow. El Dorado Street all the way to 8th. Mixed in there before Matthews, a two-car wreck in the center divide. South 99 Manteca, delayed from 120 all the way to Jack Tone. And then again through Modesto, Standerford to Tuomly Boulevard. 
For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. In honor of Veterans Day, iHeartMedia presents Veterans You Should Know, a podcast featuring the men and women of our armed forces. Join actor and Marine Corps veteran Rob Riggle as he speaks with fellow vets about their experiences at home and abroad. And I remember thinking, what are the chances an IED's been here so long that grass has grown on top of it? And that's exactly what happened. There was a pressure plate buried underneath where grass had grown over, and that's the one I stepped on. Listen to Veterans You Should Know on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. So many things I like about First California Funding, like when I call them, I'll tell them what I'm wanting to do, and then they'll help me with that. You see, a lot of people are trying to switch it up on you. You call them up, they're going to try to sell you something else. Why are you doing this? You can get as low a rate with First California Funding as you can anywhere else, and when you call, you're going to get to a human being right away. Yep. Home equity, all-time high. Interest rates, all-time low. So if you're thinking of refinancing or rearranging your mortgage in some way, don't call the big box national lenders because, again, First California Funding has much, much better service, and they can meet or beat anybody's right. We trust First California Funding to treat you right. Even if your current loan is at 3%, they still may be able to save you money. But guess what? They'll also tell you if it doesn't make financial sense. And we've done business with them. They're really nice people. So call 916-989-6222, 989-6222, or fcfunding.com. That's fcfunding.com. California Bureau of Real Estate. Real estate broker license number 01069872. NMLS number 282458. Equal housing lender. The pandemic is forging important changes across health and science. On Breakthrough, a new series from the Prognosis podcast, we look at the medical mysteries and the opportunities COVID is leaving in its wake, from a new condition doctors are trying to understand and treat, to how mRNA technology promises to revolutionize the fight against diseases like cancer and multiple sclerosis. Listen to Prognosis Breakthrough on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. This report is sponsored by Red Pilled America. This week on Red Pilled America, we tell the story of multimedia icon Glenn Beck and how he blazed the trail for how to fight back against cancel culture. Listen to Red Pilled America on the iHeartRadio app. That's Red Pilled America. Mostly cloudy skies today. We'll see highs in the mid-60s, partly cloudy overnight, mid-40s. And then sunny again tomorrow, but temperatures will stay in the mid-60s with light wind. Local Talk is back in the Valley with KFIV's Mike Douglas. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. This beautiful, beautiful Friday afternoon here in the Central Valley. And uh, thank you for allowing me to be your concierge for conversation here on the Mike Douglas Show Monday through Friday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And uh, on the line with us now, Modesto City Council person, Chris Rickey. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris represents City uh, Council District Number 3. Uh, Chris, welcome to the show. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Well, thanks for having me, Mike. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. Uh, before we get started, can you give us just the general uh, boundaries of District 3? It's kind of in the, the south, southern central part. Of the city, yeah, right? it's like yeah, it's like MJC area, like Central Modesto, and then uh, pops over ninety nine, uh, kind of over where Home Depot is, and the Starbucks over there, Carpenter uh, Road. Chris Ricky, again, our our guest, and uh, by the way, I'm I've, I guess I'm getting time off for good behavior, I suppose, but I the the, the powers that be are uh, graciously providing me with some time off next week for Thanksgiving to be with family, and uh, Chris Ricci has uh, graciously uh, inv- accepted our invitation to guest host and uh, take over the mic on Monday afternoon. Chris, we thank you so much for that. Before we get going, and I, I, I really feel I'd be remiss in not allowing you the opportunity, we've been talking about the verdict uh, coming out of 
uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin uh, today. And we'll get to Modesto subjects here in just a second. But I, I do want you to the, uh, offer you the opportunity, if you'd like, to uh, just give your give us your impression or, or your reaction to that that verdict today in terms of your opinion of, of the jury decision and and our general overall system of jurisprudence here in the United States these days. Yeah, I mean, on the Rittenhouse thing, um, I feel like, well, I think they came to a wrong decision here. I mean, if you look at a 17-year-old with a gun going down to play cop, to me, there's just a lot morally wrong with that. There's a lot of really bad parenting involved in that decision. There's just a whole bunch of bad decisions um, <laughs> that, you know, came together and ended in two people dying, uh, which is pretty unacceptable. So that's that's kind of where I stand on the written house thing. So you would agree with uh, the prosecution's perspective that he – he should have been found guilty of, of homicide in, in many of those, uh, well, five, five charges. I mean, I'm, I didn't follow the, I mean, you're, I, I didn't follow the trial closely, so I can't really comment on uh, specific charges or what the prosecution did. But I can just say what I think based on what I've seen and the basics, which is real simple, 17-year-old gun, shoots people in public on the street. I think there's some issues with that. What crimes he committed specifically? No idea. I'm not a lawyer. Okay. Well, and uh, I think we have plenty of lawyers uh, today, so maybe that's a, a good thing. Uh, again, wanted to offer you that that opportunity. I mean, what, world and, is, what world would you let your... I've got a 14-year-old, right? In what uh, world would you let your... Two years from now, what world would I let him walk around with a, with a, with a machine gun, right? It just doesn't make sense. No. And yes, I know an AR-15 is not a machine gun. You know, I know that, but it's just ridiculous that people think it's okay. I, I don't Okay. Well, we wanted to offer you that, uh, that opportunity and, and thank you for, uh, for voicing your opinion. Uh, you and I may disagree on that, but that's okay. That's what this is all about for us to be able to. What do you think, man? What do you think? uh, I I think it was a righteous decision. I I think they came to the right decision based upon upon the evidence. Now, uh, and, and again, I want to get back to Modesto and and such. You think a 17-year-old should be walking down the street with an assault rifle? Well, that that wasn't the charge, though. The the charge was related to homicides. Uh, The wisdom... The wisdom of being out there uh, with a rifle, that's another thing, but that, that's not what the case was about. The case was, did he uh, commit murder? And uh, so I think uh, in terms of... That's probably what the case of, should be about, though, huh? Why shouldn't the case be about that? That's probably what we should be talking about, though. What, what should we be right? talking we about? We should be talking about... You're breaking up on my end, Mike. I can't. I can't hear oh, you. Okay, no, that that's fair enough. What what uh, what do you feel the case should have been about? Well, I, I I don't know the legalities. I just think the discussion that we're having as a society should be about a 17 year old with a gun in public doing the actions of a police officer. That's what this discussion should be about, not the tragic you know situation that happened okay well we'll again i'll um i'm not i'm not going to debate that uh with you we're we're seeing it from two different perspectives but that's okay that's what this is about to be able to uh to air our different views and uh to be to disagree without being disagreeable so uh thank you for uh, for explaining your position appreciate that let's uh let's Turn to Modesto now here for a couple of moments. Uh, and how long? You're fairly new on the council, right? How long? When, when did you uh, come on to the city council? I've been on the council for a year. For a year. Okay. During your year, Chris, what have you experienced as a highlight? Something that you felt 
man, we as a city council, we we did our job on this particular issue. And then let's uh, let's take that and look at it from another angle. What would you like to see accomplished that has yet to be accomplished? Well, I think that we've accomplished, you know, a fair amount as a council. Um, with COVID, we saw dramatic drops in funding across the board. We saw a major recession as a result. Um, but in the last year, we've been able to make some pretty dramatic recoveries, both on the revenue side and we've made some good decisions on the funding side. I'm really pleased with uh, our ability to refund the police department. We raised our uh, funding of the police department by $10 million year to year. I think that was a really good decision. We also successfully uh, created a new partnership with the city of Sirius on the fire side, which increases efficiencies for both departments, saves us money and uh, creates more, just better service for everyone involved for less money. And that right there is what government is supposed to do. That's efficient government. Um, We also have been able to reform uh, the forestry department pretty significantly. I don't want to sit here and proclaim victory on that because we have a lot of work to do, and it's probably going to take years to fix the, you know, 10 years of, not funding the police, the forestry department, you know, properly, but we made some really good progress. And so I'm really pleased with the direction it's going there. Um, we also, I <laughs> tell me when to stop, but um, we also, um, the police department created a new program called the chat program, right? Which is the community health and assistance team. I'm sure you've probably talked about that already, but to me, I'd rather have our sworn officers, dealing with real crimes, right? Like, and not, you know, kind of babysitting homeless people, right? Like I'd rather have um, a team out there that's trained to deal with homeless issues, to deal with um, domestic disputes, that kind of stuff, rather than having police officers do that. So we can have them focus on, you know, on real crime and, you know, helping our our community with that stuff. It it sounds, Chris, Uh, like you've... Like, like yeah. you've done a lot of innovative things. I'm thinking of, uh, you know, the proposal for park rangers. You mentioned the the, the chat program here. Uh, it sounds like the council is very open to innovative things and trying things. And it also sounds like uh, your uh, directors of the different departments are up for it as well. It, it sounds like... Uh, and, and I'm sure that, and I know there are differences of opinion, obviously, but it sounds like everybody's really kind of rowing in the same direction a lot of the time, and, and you're really opening uh, open to doing new things in, in new ways. Am I right? Yeah, I think so. I think that we've got a lot of really, you know, when good things happen, it's usually as a result of a combination of things, you know, and as much as I'd like to take credit for everything, mm-hmm. right, the reality is is that, We've got a really great council. We've got a mayor who's an incredible leader. And we have a little grease with the ARPA funds that we got from, um, from the federal government that, it, that are allowing us to, you know, try some of these new experimental programs and see how they work, whereas we may have not had the budget to do that previously. What would you like to see accomplished? What would maybe dreams do you have that you would like to uh, see accomplished over the next uh, year or two in in conjunction with your uh, peers on the council? Well, I mean, there are, there are obviously a huge amount of things that, um, that we as a council are are trying to achieve, you know, in 2022. Um, I think that, we talked a little bit about Rangers and the chat program. I want to try to expand the chat program a little bit. I want to see how Rangers work. Um, I want to institute safe parking and safe camping. That's something that the sheriff also is interested in. I think that'll help um, not only um, move the unhoused, like kind of closer to, well, just get them off the streets essentially, but it'll also help them get closer to services, which hopefully can get them permanently off the streets, right? Which is our ultimate goal. You know, um, 
I also want to expand our downtown streets team. I don't know if you're familiar with that program. Yes. Uh-huh. It's really successful. It takes people that are, that are having trouble getting a job, that have been living on the streets, and gives them the tools they need, gives them the, you know, teaches them how to get their identification, teaches them, you know, how to interview, how to present yourself for an interview, and then puts them in a position to get real jobs. Uh, really, and it's been very successful. And right now, it holds 25 people, this, this um, downtown street team, and there's a waiting list. And so I'm saying, like, hey, we should try to shift some funds over to this program that's really working for maybe a program that isn't. Mike, not that I know which one isn't, because I don't, but mm-hmm. that's why I'm going to work with our department heads and try to find that maybe one that isn't working to shift some money back over there so we can make that downtown street team 50 people or 100 people and change lives, right, because that's what it's all about. So that's a really good program that I love. Um, I also want to pass an ordinance to make it harder for landlords to leave blighted buildings. You know, everyone drives by the Save Mart on Pellendale. Mm. It's just been sitting there empty for years. You got Toys R Us. You got Orchard Supply. They're just blighted, empty buildings to just make it look like we got nothing going on. And the worst part is that some of them have paying, like people are paying to lease them, and they're just leaving them like that. Not okay. Not okay at all. So I want to try to come up with an ordinance that at least requires people to make the buildings look presentable, you know. Um, I want to continue funding forestry. We've got to keep doing more work on that. We've got a lot of work to do there because we haven't properly um, been able to prune our trees for mm. almost 15 years now. Yeah, yeah. Um, another thing I want to – <laughs> tell me when I have to stop, Mike. But other things <laughs> I want to do um, – you know, there's a huge movement, you know, to bring back roller skating to our community. I don't know, about five, ten years ago, we lost Roller King. Yeah. It was like a huge Modesto tradition. It got crushed by, you know, high overhead and insurance and some of these things that, you know, that that lots of businesses suffer from. Um, but the feeling that the community has around roller skating is still super positive. So what I want to try to do is find a place in Modesto where we can have like an outdoor rink, right? We live in California. The weather's here is beautiful. Most of the time, an outdoor rink is perfect. If we put it in a public space, you know, there won't be rent involved. It'll always be there for people. So I think it'd be a really good solution and it wouldn't cost us that much money. Right. So I think that could be really cool. Well, Chris, um, just, also, uh, we got, Got maybe yeah. about uh, 30 seconds left here. Uh, just very quickly, Modesto in the past, known for you know being the GTA capital of the world. Fortunately, we're not that anymore. Of course, uh, some unfortunate uh, murders and homicides. Just very quickly, what would you like Modesto to be known for as a council member? I'd like Vanessa to be known for as a, a place for a safe community that's a great place to raise a family. That's what it should be known for. Well, well that's put. What it is. All right, Chris Ricky, he is on the Modesto City Council District 3, and he'll be here on Monday uh, to host the show. Chris, again, thanks for uh, taking time out to guest host for us coming up on Monday. And thanks for taking time to visit with us today as well. Again, Chris Ricky, Modesto City Council District 3. Chris, thanks so much for your time today. And friends, we'll be back with more of your comments about what's happening today here on the Mike Douglas Show. I'll be back in about three or four minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic, now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. South 99 Modesto tied up from Staniford to Tuomly Boulevard this afternoon, while eastbound 205 in Tracy's delayed from Hanson Road all the way to 5. It will remain slow on 5 all the way through Lathrop uh, up to Roth Road where we have a crash. For the latest on the Valley Reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. From the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. This report is sponsored by the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show Clip of the Day. Want more of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show? Google the Rush Limbaugh YouTube channel and check out Clay and Buck's Clip of the Day. Clay and Buck pick one of the hottest topics discussed, giving you a chance to not just hear, but see the two of them break it down. Google Rush Limbaugh's YouTube channel and check out the Clip of the Day. It's always been there. When you turn on the faucet, take a shower, or water the lawn. So it's easy to think that it's always going to be there. 
But climate change and more frequent, severe droughts are putting our water supply in danger. California is in the midst of a serious drought, and we can take action to help save water. Let's work together to make it last. To learn more about the changes you can make indoors and outdoors to conserve water, visit SaveOurWater.com. Oh, yeah, the holidays right around the corner. You know, you got to be thinking about time with family, the season. You can't. You got that constant joint pain. Listen, if that sounds like you, it's time to get some relief. And the medical professionals at Modesto Physical Medicine, they got all the answers to chronic joint pain. They're natural therapies that help your body heal itself. Is it that nagging pain in your hips? Maybe your shoulder, your back? Oh, the knees. Modesto Physical Medicine gives relief without going under the knife. Matter of fact, it's a simple office visit. No downtime, no harmful drugs. They treat pain through regenerative cell therapies. It activates the body's own healing properties. They give patients their quality of life back. Get started now. You'll have something to really celebrate for the holidays. Call for your free consultation at Modesto Physical Medicine. Just blocks north of Memorial Hospital in Modesto. Call 209-838-3434. That's 838-3434. Call now, 838-3434. The sooner you get started, the faster you'll feel the amazing relief. That's 838-3434. JB Hunt is hiring Class A truck drivers in this area now. We have local and semi-local truck drivers jobs available in our dedicated contract services fleet. At J.B. Hunt, you'll find a small company feel with the stability of an industry leader. From competitive pay and career growth potential to medical benefits after 30 days of employment and additional benefits like a company-matched 401k, paid vacation, and on-site management. Ready to join the J.B. Hunt team? Visit drivejbhunt.com for more information. That's drivejbhunt.com. This week on Red Pilled America, we tell the story of multimedia icon Glenn Beck and how he blazed the trail for how to fight back against cancel culture. Listen to Red Pilled America on the iHeartRadio app. That's Red Pilled America. Announced today in Kenosha, Kyle Rittenhouse not guilty on all charges. Your take, agree or disagree? We'll talk about that and more this afternoon. The Trevor Carey Show, 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. Uh, Just visited with Modesto City Councilman Chris Rickey from District 3. Again, he'll be in to guest host on Monday. And uh, looking at quite a few of the emails coming in and such, I I think it's going to be a, a spirited time of conversation uh, come Monday. And also filling in next week as well is uh, our friend Ed Parco. Ed Parco, of course, the host of Real Estate Jerky, Saturdays at noon here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. He and Marlene Champlin. Great show, by the way. Had a great time with them last Saturday. And I always encourage you to check in if you have the radio with you on Saturdays. Saturdays at noon, Ed Parco and uh, Marlene Champlin on Real Estate Jerky. All right, let's go to the phones really quickly. Our time is waning here, so let's make it count. Uh, Let's go to Modesto, 209-551-3483. Debbie Modesto, welcome. Well, thank you very much for taking my call. I'll make this quick, okay? I listened to Mr. Ricky, is that it? Was his name? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. He has very strong opinions, and we all have to respect each other's opinions, but don't push it off on us. Modesto has done 360 degrees in the last three decades, 30 years. I know. I've lived here. I've paid the taxes reluctantly. But in the beginning, when I first came here, this was a family town. Everything that we had, past tense, doesn't exist anymore. Now, there's got to be a reason for that. I'd be very interested, uh, Mike, if you could find out somehow through people that come on the, on the program or any other way you can find it out, find out what really happened to Modesto. I don't come from Modesto. I don't come from anywhere in the Central Valley. I come from the Bay Area and Southern California. I've never, ever, ever experienced anything of the deterioration that's happened in Modesto, California. That's my opinion. As far as the, uh, the conclusion about the hearing, most of what, if anybody had seen any of the videos, if they had listened very carefully, and evidently Mr. Ricky didn't, it would behoove him to go over the material because I, I heard a lot, of, um, a lot of stress in his 
voice while he was talking about it. There are many, many things involved in this situation. It's not a cut and dried situation where somebody took a gun and went downtown and decided they were going to play policeman. It wasn't like that. So we need to straighten that out. But thank you very much for taking my call. I truly appreciate it. And have a great rest of the day. Debbie, thank you very much. Thanks for checking in. And uh, have a wonderful Thanksgiving next week. Uh, Blessings to you. Thanks so much for checking in. And God bless you. All right, Debbie. Thanks so much. Yeah, you know, I think one of the, I'm still getting emails here at Mike on 1360 at gmail.com. Keep them coming. Uh, just enjoy them. I'm not going to be able to get to all of them uh, here because we are uh, bumping the clock a bit. Uh, but thank you. I do appreciate your opinions uh, on email as well. Again, uh, feel free to email me, Mike on 1360 at gmail.com. Uh, I will be uh, I will be off next week. Again, the powers that be have uh, blessed me with a, a week off during Thanksgiving to spend the time uh, with my family. And I thank them very much for that privilege. Thank you for allowing me that as well. And uh, we, we want you to participate next week. Please uh, keep the phone number handy, 209-551-3483. Chris Rickey will be in on Monday. And then uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Ed Parco from Real Estate Jerky will be here as well. And uh, Ed always <laughs> is entertaining and, and has some uh, challenging thoughts as well. So uh, we'll look forward to that. And uh, I thank you so much. Uh, speaking of Thanksgiving, I, I'm thankful for you. This is one of the holidays I love the most of the year. I'm thankful for you and the opportunity that you give me to interact with you on a daily basis. That is a blessing to me. I hope it's also a blessing to you. I will see you back here on Monday the 29th. We'll see you then. Please participate next week on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.